Hello, mateys, ladies, and ladies. It's your favorite person ever, Hannah, coming to you with a solo podcast episode. So, I don't know what to talk about. I'm a little nervous to do this, because I don't have Katie with me. I can't bounce stuff off of Katie, and I don't, I, I don't know. It's going to be a little awkward, it's going to be a little rough, but I'm going to try my best. Um... I am doing a solo episode because, as you can probably see from the title, I have COVID. (laughs) Um, I'm okay. Honestly, I've only had really, really minor symptoms. Um, And honestly, it could be a mix of my allergies and COVID. Like, I don't know which ones are my allergies, which ones are just like my usual migraines, which one's COVID. It literally could be anything. (laughs) Um... So it's hard for me to tell. Hold on, I have to move the microphone closer to me since I'm by myself this time. Um, But it's a little harder for me to tell what uh, symptom comes from what. So for all I know, all my symptoms could actually be my allergies and I'm COVID asymptomatic. I don't know. It's it's a fun little mix that I have going on right now. Um, I originally messaged Katie about doing a bonus solo episode by myself yesterday because, or maybe I messaged on Thursday night. Anyway, um, I messaged Katie and I was like, hey, like, since Dustin has COVID, uh, do you want me to do a solo bonus episode? Or if I test negative tomorrow and or Dustin tests negative, uh, we can record. And I was like, if Dustin doesn't test negative, like, we'll just shove him in the bedroom or something um, and hope for the best. <laughs> um Instead of letting him go to, like, the spare rooms and stuff, um, just put him in the bedroom while we record, and we're gonna see what happens from there. So, (laughs) I already had, like, my intro. If I were to do a solo bonus episode by myself without having COVID, I was going to title it the same thing, but I was gonna be like, sorry, clickbaity title, I don't have COVID, Dustin does. And then I tested yesterday morning before I went to work, and I have COVID. (laughs) So, here we are. Um, I guess this is just going to be like a little bonus episode. Um, it's not actually going to be part of the season, especially because I don't know how long this is going to be. Um, because we already like Katie and I already have stuff planned. And the thing that really sucks about me getting COVID is the fact that it's going to push our entire schedule back by like a week, which really sucks because we had a lot of stuff planned. So whenever Katie and I are able to see each other again, which should be the middle of next week, so there will be a regular episode next week at some point, um, whenever I'm able to see Katie again, uh, we have to like push all the stuff we have planned back, which really, really sucks. Because <laughs> we had, like, had the first like seven weeks for next season planned out. So it really sucks, but it's fine. Um, so yeah, here we are. (laughs) Here I am. Um, I guess I can start by doing, like, some little life updates. Uh, this might be a more K-pop focused episode because I kind of fell out of, not fell out of my love for K-pop, but I kind of got overwhelmed, um, by stuff I was seeing on social media and fan bases, and this happens to me every couple of months, and I just need to take a step back, really only watch unboxing videos from some of my favorite unboxing YouTubers, um, and just kind of watch everyone else 
in involve and envelop themselves in the K-pop sphere while I take a short break for my own anxiety and mental health and everything, because sometimes it's too much. <laughs> so I have to take a little break every now and then. Um, and I have to do it with a lot of things. It's not just K-pop. Um, I'm also going to say um a lot. That's like my filler word. So if you hear me saying that a lot, I'm so sorry. Uh, it just kind of happens. <laughs> so I totally forgot what I was even saying. Oh, life update. I finished a book yesterday. First time I've finished a book in a couple months. Um, I keep starting books and then I don't finish them. The book I finished yesterday was Rain and Delilah's Midnight Matinee by Jeff Zentner. Uh, I hope I, I've literally met Jeff and I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. <laughs> like, that's, that's sad. I met Jeff 2019, I believe. Um, he came to my town and he talked to the book club I was in and, um, everyone that ended up coming to his presentations and it was really fun. He was a very, very cool, nice guy. Uh, I was really, really excited to meet him and talk to him. Uh, but the book is really good. It earned a deserved spot on my favorite books of all time shelf, which is very hard to get onto. <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of people say that Rain and Delilah is their least favorite of the four books he's written. Um, I've also read The Serpent King, which is also very good. And I own, I believe Goodbye Days is his second novel. I own that as well, but I have not read it. And... Um, you'll notice that even though Rain and Delilah, if you choose to look it up after me saying it's one of my favorite books that I've ever read, um, it's, you'll see that it probably has the lowest rating of his four, but it's still a very good rating. And I can see where people are coming from with their, cri like, criticisms of the book, but I personally really love it, and I think it's really good. And I related a lot to Josie and Delia, who are the two main characters who put on the personas of Rain and Delilah every week. It's a very good book. I enjoyed it a lot. This week, uh, I don't know what I'm going to read. There's this book called Fallen that came out like forever ago, at least like 12, 13 years ago. And it's one of the books that everyone has said is really, really awful. <laughs> So I've decided that I want to give it a try because I need like a trashy read or like a bad read or something because I have a lot of serious books and I need something to like lift me up and that way I can like not laugh at it but just be like yeah I can see where people were coming from. <laughs> I did that with the first book in the House of Night series. I do not recommend it. It was awful. Um, but I am kind of tempted to pick up the second book from the library and see see where it goes from there because I need a trashy bad read I really do so I'm really worried that I'm gonna fall in love with Fallen <laughs> like I don't think I will because I've heard that it's terrible like there's like a trifecta of really bad books excluding like the big ones like because I know everyone hates Twilight <laughs> like you either love Twilight or you hate it and you think it's horrible uh there's been like a trifecta of really bad books and I am going to read one of them, and I've already read one of them, as I've stated. It's the first book of the House of Night series, which I think is called Marked. I could be wrong about that. I It's been so long since I've read it, I don't remember. Fallen, and then the Hush Hush books. 
Um, all three of those series I've heard are terrible. And I bought Hush Hush and Fallen secondhand. They were like two bucks each. So I figured no harm, no foul. And I took Marked out from the library. So I figured might as well give them a shot and see how bad they really are and see how poorly they've held up over the years. So that's kind of like the trifecta of really bad supernatural novels that played off Twilight's success. I really want to go back into like some of the dystopian novels that came out 10-ish years ago and see how those have aged. Uh, I've started kind of thinking about rereading the Hunger Games series. Uh, I really love that series. It's definitely held up for me over the years. I still need to finish the prequel that came out. I'm like over halfway through it. I just did not find the energy to finish reading it. (laughs) And I've been thinking about rereading the Maze Runner series as well, because I know that's another series where people either think it's held up really well or it's really, really bad. And the Maze Runner was my favorite book for a very long time. Like, I think I've mentioned it before on the show, but when I read the Maze Runner, we passed it around my tiny little... Uh, graduating class of 10 people, like, every single person read my copy of The Maze Runner or ended up, like, hearing the rest of us talking about it and got it from the library or something. And my entire class read the first book. Like, all of us went to go see the first movie together. Like, it was it was good. It was a good time. And I want to see if it's held up. There's another book series that was dystopian that my... F- I shouldn't say my friend. It, he's also Katie's friend. Uh, Matt just bought, rebought the series Monument 14, and I feel like it got paid dust compared to the rest of the dystopian series that came out at the time. I blew through the first two books in the Monument 14 series, I think, in, like, four hours. It, I, like, it garbled them up. <laughs> gobbled, not garbled. I gobbled them up. Um, and I was so excited to read the third one when it came out, and that was 2013, I think, because that was when I first joined my book club. Maybe it was 2012. I don't even remember anymore. (laughs) Time is a blur. Uh, The other dystopian series I've really been thinking about rereading is Divergent because I know Divergent has not held up. I know a lot of people look look back poorly on Divergent nowadays, and I really, really want to see how bad it ended up being because I never finished the series. I read the first book. I read half of Insurgent, and then I read the ending of Allegiant. <laughs> and that's how I found out uh, the biggest thing that happens at the end of Allegiant. And it's fine. I want to reread it and see what happens. I know they never finished making the movies because the movies flopped so badly after the first one. I'm pretty sure I saw the first two in theaters. I did not see part one of Allegiant, though. Sorry, I had to get a sip of my water. Um... Oh, I do not have a G Fuel today. It's too early in the morning for me to make one right now. (laughs) It's like 11 a.m. I had two yesterday, though. I had kiwi mango and sour phase berry, and they were both very good. And I sat on my porch with my kiwi mango, and I finished Rain and Delilah's Midnight Matinee. So, after, outside of reading, what else have I done? Uh, I've bought some K-pop albums. (laughs) I have heavily streamed some K-pop songs. Um, 
It really sucks that Spotify is having such like a huge push in Korea right now because I dropped Spotify for Apple Music. And so I can't partake in any of the like big streaming milestones because I don't think Apple Music shares that stuff. Spotify does. So I can't participate in any of the big like music service streaming goals that uh, the fandoms I'm in have. I can help with the YouTube stuff, but I can't help with the actual like music service streaming. Which really sucks, because I really do want to help. But what are you going to do, you know? I, I ditched Spotify back in January or February, and I haven't looked back since, honestly. I miss it sometimes, but Apple Music has all the features that Spotify had for the most part. Besides, like, on the laptop, you could put all your playlists into, like, different folders. So on Spotify, I have like a writing folder and then like my favorite songs of over the years folder. Um, cause I do like up until this year, I did like favorite songs, 2014 favorite songs, 2015. And then this year I decided to split it up into three month like favorites. So I did winter favorites, spring favorites, and now I'm on my summer favorites and that'll be June, July, and August. And I, um, it's a big, change for me to be doing that instead of my big favorite songs for the whole year. But I thought it would be nice to kind of split it up and see how my music taste progresses over the year, if that makes sense. So besides like the grouping of all the playlists into like different folders and categories, that's really the only thing I miss about Spotify. And the fact that most of my friends use Spotify <laughs> instead of Apple Music. Uh, it's a big reversal from Dustin because I think almost all of Dustin's friends use Apple Music. I think he has, like, one or two that use Spotify. Whereas my friend group, I'm, like, the only one that uses Apple Music and everyone else uses Spotify. So it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a rough split, but that's okay. Um, Secret Number just had a comeback. I'm very excited for them. Uh, Wua also just had a comeback. And they're both putting up really, really good sales numbers. And I'm very, very happy for both of them because both of the groups deserve it. Um, for anyone who doesn't listen to K-pop, because I know we have a lot of people who don't listen to K-pop that listen to our show, there's, like, a big emphasis on sales, and it kind of, like, shows your growth. Like, it shows a group or soloist's growth over the years, over their releases, and there's a heavier emphasis on sales in the K-pop community, I don't know if it's the same for J-pop, but it's a big emphasis in K-pop, especially compared to, like, Western artists and stuff like that, because I know everyone wants to pre-order albums from their favorite Western artists and, like, all the merch and stuff, but it's a heavier emphasis on sales in K-pop. And Wua just had their biggest... It's their biggest first day sales, first week sales ever with their first mini-album, and I'm very, very excited for them. Wua debuted, I think, in the, like, back half of 2020. I want to say August, maybe September of 2020. And their first physical album release, they only sold 23 copies on the first day. And the album that they just released a couple days ago, they sold 14,000 copies on the first day. <laughs> so I'm really excited for them, and I'm really happy for them, and I'm glad they're doing so well. Sorry, I had to get another drink. Um, Secret Number is putting up similar numbers, um, not as high, which is unfortunate because I would love to see Secret Numbers sales as high as Wuwa's, but 
I think their first day sales are also already their highest for first week sales for Secret Number. Uh, their album that they just had a comeback with, they sold like they've sold six thousand and something copies, I think already, and. It's, like, they've had such a, like, massive growth over the last couple years as well. They also debuted in 2020, although it was closer to, like, the middle-ish of the year, May or June, I believe. It was right when I started getting really into K-pop, besides ITZY and Blackpink. (laughs) And I've followed Secret Number basically from the start, and I've also basically followed Wu-A from the start. So seeing them go from, like, 2,300 and something sales on their first day to... 14,000 and 6,000 sales. It's just pure organic growth, and I love seeing that for them. And it makes me happy. Even though I don't know any of these women, it makes me happy. (laughs) It makes me happy to see people succeed in something that you know they love, which is performing, singing, dancing. Like, you know they love it. And that's the reason they go into it, because they love stuff like that. And it makes me happy to see them succeed. I'm just kind of rambling now. Um... I don't really have a script or anything for today, like I said. I'm just going to talk and kind of give an update. Um, I have a Lego set that I need to put together still. It is... Let me grab it. Uh, It is the Minecraft Mushroom House Lego set. Um, And I bought it because it has the Mooshroom. (laughs) And we love the Mooshroom. There's also a skeleton that I think is riding a spider, which is fine. Um... I don't like skeletons in Minecraft. They make me angry. (laughs) I hate having to kill them. Like, whenever it hits nighttime in Minecraft, Dustin and I have a couple servers together, and whenever it's nighttime, I, like, sprint into the house, and I'm like, okay, gotta go to bed, gotta go to bed. And he's out there, like, killing all these skeletons and zombies and creepers and stuff, and I'm in the, like, safety of the house, like, just waiting. (laughs) Um... I hate, I hate skeletons that have bows and arrows, to be specific. They make me very angry because I can never find them. We had one that was, like, hiding behind a tree in one of our servers, and it took me forever to find him and kill him. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my story about Minecraft. I really love mushrooms. They're very cute. I'm also a vegetarian in real life, so therefore I'm a vegetarian in Minecraft, and I do not kill any animals. <laughs> I only grow my own plants and eat those. Uh, If Dustin and I are on a server together and he ends up, because obviously, like, you know, having meat and stuff is an important part of Minecraft so you don't die of hunger. Um, If he ends up killing anything and he ends up giving me the meat from it, then I'll have my character eat it, but I don't kill any of the animals myself. (laughs) I am strictly almost... Oh, sorry. I just choked on air. I am strictly almost vegetarian in every single Minecraft playthrough I do. (laughs) I have, I have my standards in real life with being vegetarian and I try to keep those in video games as well. Um, what else? Uh, so going back to the COVID thing, see, like I said, I'm just rambling. I'm jumping from topic to topic. Going back to the COVID thing, Dustin ended up testing positive on Monday and I did not test positive till yesterday. So I've just been vibing. Like I haven't gone anywhere without needing to go anywhere because I knew like I either got it from the same person he got it from, or I'm going to get it from him because he started feeling sick on Sunday. 
And so I was like, I'm probably going to end up testing positive at some point. Or if I don't, I'm probably at least carrying it. So I should be careful. Oh, excuse me. And so I tried to avoid going anywhere besides like work. I had to go to the store once before I tested positive and that that was pretty much it. <laughs> Dustin woke me up at like 5 a.m. on Monday and he had like a super high fever and I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, we need to go to the hospital. We need to go to the ER right now. Like that's bad, that's not healthy. You need to go right now. Cause I was assuming he had the flu or he got some sort of other sickness. Um, and we had, oh God, how many did we have? We had like three separate at-home test boxes and they come with two tests each. So we had six at-home tests and I was like, just to be safe, you're taking this because I knew that a fever, it was either over 100 or over 101. I knew that that meant like you could have COVID and he was higher than that with his fever and he ended up taking a test and he was positive <laughs> and I tested negative that day. Luckily, he's been feeling pretty okay. Uh, since Monday. Um, he's got like a couple of standard symptoms like a cough and stuff like that, but he's doing, he's doing pretty good. His fever broke pretty soon after he ended up testing, which is good. And it went down throughout the day pretty rapidly, honestly, which was pretty surprising to me, but he's okay now, which is important. That's the most important thing to me is that besides, you know, being positive for COVID, he is okay now. <laughs> and like I said, I don't really know where my symptoms are at. I'm just kind of vibing and hoping for the best. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm trying to think if I have any other like big fun updates. Uh, I'm hosting two group orders for Luna and Kepler who are having a comeback on the same day and I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to go insane. <laughs> um, they're two of my alt K-pop groups and they're coming back on the same day and I'm going to be broke and I'm going to be living my best life and it's going to be great. <laughs> and I cannot wait for my moon girls and my planet girls to come back so that way I can have the best day of my life on June 20th. <laughs> um, and then Itzy is coming back in July, which I'm very excited for. And I was, I was going to host a group order for Itzy. And then, because I like to host all my group orders through Makestar if I can. And so I was going to do Itzy Makestar group order, Luna Makestar group order, Kepler group star. What? Hold on. Luna Makestar order, Kepler Makestar order. <laughs> I was going to host three group orders all through Makestar. And when I went to host the Itzy one, as I was looking at, like, the inclusion so that way I knew what was specific for Makestar, it said, this product is not available in U.S. So <laughs> I was pissed. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm going through all this effort to set up this form. I'm going through all this effort to buy an Itzy, to buy these Itzy albums, and I can't even get it shipped to me. It's not even available for the United States. So I was mad. And now I'm going to have to find somewhere else to buy my Itzy albums because I can't buy them off of uh, Makestar now. I'm going to hope Hello82 ends up getting, ends up doing some signed copies and maybe I'll buy a couple of those. And I think I'm going to order the rest of the regular copies from Choice Music probably. Maybe Music Plaza, maybe Sub K Shop. That I have a few options. I just have to decide which one I want to order from. <laughs> uh, and then I'm trying to think. I did order 
assigned itsy thing, their official, like, shop, they had signed versions up, but it's not the albums that are signed. I think they're signing the postcards that come in the album, which is fine. I'm okay with it. It just means that I get to have something signed from, like, my favorite group ever of all time, which I'm very excited for. I also ordered the... uh, I can't talk. I also ordered the limited edition version off of their official site because (laughs) I had a feeling it was going to sell out because I know when they did the limited edition version for Guess Who, it sold out pretty fast. So I had to make sure to jump on that, and I needed to hit a 50-buck order uh, in order to do the uh, shop pay installments you have to order $50 or more in order to do the installments and it was just barely over $50 so I was pretty excited about that and now I have $16 installments every other week yeah every other week so that's always exciting (laughs) and I'm excited to get my signed itsy things and And I'm really hoping Hello82 does some signed albums because I would really love to get those. I love Itzy with all my heart. (laughs) And I bought, this is still continuing with signed albums. I missed out on the M-Wave signed albums for Kepler's first album. And I ended up buying them off of this very, or I bought one for Eugen, who is my main bias. I ended up buying her signed copy off of someone on Reddit. And as I was going through, like, the K-pop for sale subreddit, I saw that this same person was hosting another uh, group order for the signed M-Wave albums for their second mini-album, so I'm probably going to join it again because I know that this person is trustworthy because I bought from them before. And I'm very excited, and I hope they don't all sell out before I join her group order, because I will be very sad. (laughs) I don't know who I want to go for this time. I'm thinking I want to go for Hikaru, maybe Youngin. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to Mashiro either, because Mashiro is slowly climbing up, like, my bias bias record list. Um, Because in reality... Out of the nine girls, I, like, fully stand and collect three of them, but I'm not opposed to, like, collecting all nine of them. And, sorry, I remembered I was looking up Hello82 on my laptop, and I totally forgot about it. (laughs) And I, like, I basically stand, I stand the whole group, of course, and I, like, am on the verge of collecting a fourth member, and I've been debating who that fourth member is going to be, and I think it's going to be Mashido. I really think it is, because she's slowly been climbing up my list, like, as Queendom went on, and as all their activities have gone on, I just keep falling more in love with Mashiro, and I'm like, okay, I I think I'm gonna have to do it. I think I'm gonna have to, like, start collecting her or something, and (laughs) I'm very excited, because if I end up getting her signed copy, I will be very happy about it. Um, okay, I'm observing right now on the uh, Hello82 website. And I do not see any signed versions up yet for the Itzy albums, but I know they've done signed Itzy albums before because they did them for Crazy in Love. So I'm praying. I'm praying they upload uh, signed albums soon. They do have the regular albums up, and I can order up to four albums at a time for Billboard 200, which is perfect because I need to order four versions. 
because I ordered the Rujan version because she's my bias and I wanted her signed postcard. So <laughs> that's very exciting. I should also order the Luna albums. If, if I don't get anyone to join my group order, I might order the Luna albums from Hello82 as well because their shipping is less expensive than Makestar, even though I love Makestar. Um, but it's just easier to do group orders through them. I'm not really sure why. It just is. <laughs> and I've also been thinking about buying a couple uh, extra Secret Number albums as well because I would love to get into like the fan sign for them. It'd be really nice because I followed them since debut and it would be really fun. Oh, they're even doing unreleased doodle selfie photo cards, which is really cute. That sounds fantastic. I love that, actually. This is very tempting. <laughs> this is very tempting. And it... See, this is the problem with being a K-pop. Everything is tempting. More groups come out. You want to buy more albums. You want to stay in more groups. You just want to keep adding to your collection. And now here I am. <laughs> on the verge of buying more copies of the Doomchita single album because I want the doodle photo cards. <laughs> this is my life. Ooh, someone joined my Luna group order. This is exciting. <laughs> Yay. No one's joined my Kepler one, though, which is very unfortunate. I'm so excited that someone joined my Luna group order. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to start tweeting, and I need to post that I'm hosting a group order in more places because... I will feel very bad if only one person joins and it's just me and that one person. Um, uh, okay. I don't know if I have anything else that I need to add besides my fun little group order thing. Um, I would also like to join the Secret Number Make Star event because they're giving out sign, like they're doing signed Polaroids. And I randomly got a signed Polaroid in my Got That Boom album, which I think I've mentioned before as well. And I can't remember if I have or not, but signed Polaroids are, like, super rare and, like, super... Something just fell on me. Um, they're super rare and super hard to get. And I didn't realize that the Polaroids were not a standard inclusion in the album. Like, I knew Polaroids existed, but I thought the one I got from Got That Boom was, like, a standard one because... Some groups do do like Polaroid photos as a standard inclusion for every album. So that's what I assumed. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, oh, I got a rare thing. Oh, I got a rare thing. And it's for, I swear to God, something is falling on me right now. I'm scared it's a spider. We've had a couple of them in the apartment. Um, and it's for the member I bias, uh, Dita. I got Dita's Polaroid. So I'm very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like my uh, K-pop holy grail right there. That in my signed signature album, my signed Eugen Kepler album, and I have a signed Cherry Bullet album when they were still 10 members instead of seven. <laughs> so those are kind of like my holy grail items right now. And I kind of want to join the secret number make star thing. So I will give an update next week probably whenever I get to record with Katie again as to whether or not I bought this album <laughs> um okay I think that's all I have I just wanted to do a little bonus episode you know keep keep the engagement going you know SEO and all that stuff um do I sound like a computer like 
nerd, marketing nerd yet. That That's kind of my goal with that sentence. Um, <laughs> I got to keep the engagement and the SEO up. I got to make sure everything is perfect when I upload this episode. Uh, everything is going to be beautiful and amazing. <laughs> um... So yeah, I just I just wanted to do a little update episode because I don't want us to go like too long cuz we already had to take like a little week intermission between episodes a couple episodes ago and I don't want to do that again. So here you go. A little bonus episode with Hannah. Uh I hope you enjoyed listening, my mateys, ladies and ladies, and I will hopefully see you with Katie in the next episode. Let's just pray that I am okay. Work told me I'm allowed to come back Wednesday. So we're going to hope that I'm okay. (laughs) And we're going to roll with it. Okay, thank you for listening to my bonus episode. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Goodbye.